0: Hello, it's Venice, a.k.a. train station person. <laughs> There's a train actually in the background. I'm like, great, okay, that's what's happening right now. We are doing a podcast with a train just moseying on by here in Texas. <laughs> so just include it, my friend. Hopefully this train is not going to be very long. And I'm on a schedule, so... Does not work for me to move the podcast recording time to another time. So, this is called hashtag Real Life with Venice. So today we're going to have a conversation about the prison of offense. Okay, and before we get started, I uh, I want to invite you to the hashtag new you life coaching group. This is a free group. It's an amazing, powerful resource that um, I have and coach Gail and I have four people and I'm inviting you. If you get something out of this podcast and it's really helped you grow, jump into our free group. It's a really great place for you to get coaching more like real time. We meet once a week on Wednesdays, live on Zoom. It's just a really great community that we're building in the hashtag new you group, okay? So you have been invited. Click on the link uh, that's on this uh, episode, all right? So in my experience, you know, I work with people who, women, who are really committed to elevating their life. You know, wherever they're at, they're, they're committed to elevating it, taking it to the next level, okay? And inside of that commitment, there are things that can stop us from elevating our life to the next level, okay? One of the biggest things that will stop us, this is like probably if you ask me, Vinice... What's the number one thing that, you know, stops people from their personal growth? This would be probably in my top two. I think it might be number two. It might be number one. It's in the top two, okay? And that's offense and unforgiveness. See, offense and unforgiveness, it, it doesn't go away. It stays with us until we acknowledge it and kind of go through the spaces that whatever, you know, we need to go through to be on the other side of it. And it I'm not saying it's easy to necessarily forgive someone. And at the same time, if we don't Work through the spaces to forgive, it's going to affect our life. And I think, like, I think most people would agree with that. I don't think that's like debatable. Like, oh, people are like, oh, I can hold on to unforgiveness and it's not going to affect my life. I don't know. I have a feeling like probably a lot of people would be like, yeah, that makes sense. I get that. Right. And yet, Do we live that? (laughs) Like, do we live that? I'm talking about like creating a lifestyle of being forgiving. Even when people don't deserve it. You know, I had this interaction recently, like maybe just a few weeks ago, where I was talking to someone and... um. I won't say the name because I just want to maintain the confidentiality with that person. I haven't asked them for permission to share the story. But in my experience, it was like I was talking to this person and they were treating me like crap. And I was like, hey, what's going on? Like, why are you speaking to me that way? And it just turned into this whole like just conversation that was like, what? And I found myself feeling, and then this person was like, oh, uh, what was it that they said? It was like something that was untrue. I, I don't remember what it was, but I remember thinking, well, that's not true. Like, that's not how I really feel. It was like they were saying that I was doing something that I really wasn't doing. And I found myself In a brief moment, feeling misunderstood. And then I found myself feeling angry. Like, you're a jerk. (laughs) Like, that's what I really wanted to say. I wanted to say, you're being a jerk. And I don't know what your deal is right now, but I don't like the way you're treating me. And I paused. And I could feel like... That in my heart, something wanted to come in my heart, like anger and just being pissed off and like holding a grudge against that person. That's how I felt. And in a moment, in a moment, like all this is happening in my heart, I'm still on the phone with this person. And I'm like wanting to just be like, you jerk and hold on to that. And and change my opinion about that person. And I really sense like God was like showing me what you're about to do. If you proceed with what you want to do in your heart will change your relationship forever. It kind of freaked me out a little bit. I was like, dang, like (laughs) I was like, It it startled me because I, it was like, I had this incredible awareness, like proceed with caution because if you get an agreement with what your heart wants right now, what you're thinking of doing, you will never have the relationship be the same. It will alter the entire trajectory of your relationship with this person that I care deeply for. And I was like, whoa, you know what it's offense starts with simple conversations now. So in that situation to just to finish this thought, okay, in that moment, what I feel I was sensing, like the creator was wanting me to do was extend mercy and grace and let it go. And I had a hard time doing it because I was like, but I mean, I don't like being treated that way. Like that person was like talking to me in a way that was just rude and totally uncalled for. So I felt justified by wanting to change my opinion about this person. And in that situation, I was obedient to what I sensed that, you know, how God was directing me. Which is forgive and let it go. And then it turned into like the conversation. It turns out that this person hasn't, they're dealing with some things physically and their physical well being that's just causing them to not be themselves. And when I started learning this, like in the conversation, because the conversation continued, all this is happening in my head, okay? And I realized, oh, that's why this person's being this way. They're not their normal self. Because that's not my normal experience with this person. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. But if this was after I still made that choice, okay? So I'm saying all of this to say that offense starts In the little moments, in little situations where something happens and then we hold on to something or we're right or justified about changing our opinion about someone or questioning them. Now, in this situation, I really chose not to say something I normally will, but I'm also sometimes i recognize it's there's just time to be slow to speak and quick to listen and quick to be led by god because just because i feel like i need to say something doesn't mean i need to it is kind of like um discerning like sensing is this the time to speak or is this the time? And I really like, personally, I really do rely on God. I'm like, God, I need you to help me. Cause if I just start doing what I want to do, beware, Every, you know, I, God help us all. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I'm like, I, I don't think that's necessarily the best thing. All right. <laughs> I need some guidance here. And I do as a practice, like I, I really ask God. I include God in everything. I'm like, what do you want me to do? What should I say in this situation? What would you do? You know, give me some wisdom here. Let me know. Let me see what I can't see with my natural eyes. But let me see with my spiritual eyes and discern what is happening in this situation. So that's my first point. Is offense starts with small things. And I really invite you to be intentional. It's like guard your heart. What are the thoughts you're having? What are the things you're right and justified about that change your perception with people and create distance? You know, one of the things I ask on a regular basis is like, is there anyone that there's distance between me and that person? Distance is like, I just want to pick up the phone and call them, and there's something that tells me, don't do that. Something's happened there. And it's creating distance. And that's for me to explore what happened that I don't, I'm not free to just call this person. What happened? Does that make sense? So I invite you to do that. Make an inventory of the people in your life, the people you are around and ask yourself could i just pick up the phone and call this person or send them a text without any hesitation if the answer is no you want to ask yourself what happened that has me not want to call be free to call this person and if you look there may be something for you to explore like maybe something happened and you took offense you you're you chose to allow your perception of that person to change and you didn't manage your perception look people are human there's been things that I've done that to people man I feel really crappy about now like when I say crappy I'm not saying I hold guilt I just wish it hadn't gone that way Have you ever had that happen? You're like, dang. I really wish it hadn't gone that way. I've had that happen a lot of times. (laughs) I'm like, dang. And and, And I'm speaking like, there have been things that I'm responsible for that didn't go well. It's like, oh man, that was a bad judgment call on my part. That... Because there was an, an impact and a consequence, and you know not everyone is going to recover in a perfect world, we could say, "Please forgive me." <laughs> I'm just moved by this i don't I'll share it why in a minute, but in a perfect world. We could say, please forgive me. And the relationship is completely restored. And it doesn't always happen that way. It just doesn't. And I think why is because. We can't control people. And people are in their own process. And sometimes. What has them not be able to be fully restored in relationship is because they have their own stuff that they're dealing with, or they're see, because anytime something happens in our life, it's not just the what's happening in the moment. We bring all of our past experiences to the present moment, whether we're re- whether we're aware of it or not. Until we get complete with the past. And what's happened. And then we have freedom to be like not just driven by our past experiences. It's like an example, I've shared this quite a few times is my, in the past, I've not been able to trust women. This is something that God has really taken me through a lot of healing. So when I met, like when I was in a group of women, even though in the present moment, I was with a group of women, I was never free to just be in groups with women because I was bringing all my past experiences of distrust to the present moment. Now, and, and it's really been in the past like three years, I've experienced a lot of inner healing and there's a freedom to be with women, a freedom to be in groups. and and not feel guarded and not feel like, oh man, I hope they don't take advantage of me or all that. So I really invite you to look for yourself. Do an inventory. Look at, you know, is there something that happened that I could take a look at and and then have a conversation about? It takes courage to pick up the phone and call someone and and say, just be authentic. You know, there was this interaction we had and this happened and I, I changed my opinion about you and I've been holding on to this and I'm taking responsibility for that. You know, sometimes it's like, please forgive me for doing that. That takes courage and that is what restores affinity and love in the relationship. But before that, you got to like forgive yourself and maybe there was something they said or did. You know, what was it that they said or did and choose to forgive? There's something that happens in our heart. It frees us when we forgive. And in my experience, the biggest barrier to being able to forgive is like pride, being right, and then hurt. It's like, no, that hurt me. I get it. I really do. It's, I have some stories of being hurt. (laughs) I'm not gonna go into this, okay? But when you've been betrayed, it's, that's hard. I'm not here to say it's easy. I'm here to say that when you can give up being hurt, let it go. It frees you. And it's so much better on the other side of it. So that's the conversation today. I really invite you to look for yourself. Because any place where you're unforgiving, you're not going to be able to grow. That's the bottom line. Any place where you're holding unforgiveness, you're not going to be able to grow. I'm sorry, it doesn't work that way. There's always going to be something that is holding you back and it's what you're holding in. So it really is freeing yourself giving yourself space to live your life fully that's what forgiveness provides it provides space and for some when they're really harboring unforgiveness it will make you sick it will manifest in your body because the mind and the body are completely connected so it's like let it go choose to let it go and you know for me there are some, been some big doozies, right? Like things that have happened where it's taken me a couple of years to really be free. But like, I never gave up on it. I'm like, I'm, st- I'm going to be free from this because the hurt, sometimes the hurt, it's, it just takes time to walk through. Even though I chose to forgive, it's kinda, it's like a process. But stay committed to the process and be around people who can encourage you, not people who discourage you or keep feeding your hurt. That doesn't help you at all in the recovery from being hurt. So if you are really getting a lot out of this particular conversation, send me a message. I'd love to hear what you're hearing for yourself and what are you going to do next? you know, you don't have to give me every intimate detail. I mean, some people give me a lot of detail, but I'm not asking you to do that. But what are you going to do next? What's your next move in this? All right. All right, guys, I'll talk to you next time. Bye.